Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, we and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. We're your host. Also from the Draft Network, Chris Schubert floating around as the producer of the podcast today and always. We're brought to you by Bet Online. It's that time of year, the Sweet 16, right in that college basketball tournament. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your, your updated odds and info along with great contests, including the big-time bracket contest. Check it all out. Head to the website, use your mobile device, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit if you sign up today. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Kyle, happy Tuesday to you. I would just like to establish we have our own Sweet 16 to get to today. Oh, we've peaked. We've peaked. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Because we're doing a mock draft. It's the month of March. We do one per month here on Draft Dudes. And uh, obviously... We're on the doorstep. We're knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Heaven, of course, being the 2022 NFL draft. Uh, Getting right down to the nitty gritty now. Real excited about it. You can tell I probably got a little extra juice. Might be the three C4s I've drank by 1130 a.m. I don't know. But uh, we're doing a mock draft, and I'm pumped. And I would like Commissioner Schubert to come in and establish – who has the number one overall pick? We have not established this yet. Yeah, mm. we're. this is probably the worst thing uh, we do on the show is we start the mock draft and we don't discuss who has odds and who has evens. Well, I no, don't... It's, uh, we want everybody to be a part of the process. Sure, but yeah, that would yeah. require me to remember what we did in February, and I don't remember. Which Joe I think I went first. I, I, yeah. and that was, I was going to make Kyle go first, so I'm glad that my gut was correct. So, Kyle, you will have the odds throughout the course of this draft process. Joe, you, think you will have the evens. You merely adopted in the dark. I was boning it. Dun, dun, Joe, dun, 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 dun. You think I have any idea? No clue. That Great. was uh, Batman. Uh, Batman. Dark Knight. Oh, uh, what, what movie do you think? I, what makes you think I know? Yeah, I needed a second. I needed a second. Exactly what movie it is. Dark Knight. It's mostly because I recognize the Bane impersonation. I have watched The Dark Knight. It's, it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, a guy who doesn't like superhero movies says a superhero movie is one of his favorite. Batman's movies. Batman's loosely a superhero. You know, he has no special powers. Whoa. Whoa. Easy there, Joseph. This coming from the guy who wants a Captain Planet movie to come out in, in a near theater. When's it coming? Yeah, the only one we're, we're Easy. still waiting. Did you see the most recent Batman? The first Avenger, Captain Planet. <laughs> Don't talk Jesus, to me until man. you've seen the most recent Batman. It was very good. I won't be seeing it. I've already pissed that there's 85 new renditions okay. of it. All right, yeah. Hey, Chris, do me a favor. Can I see the board since I'm on the clock now? Oh, geez. Look at that. Oh, great. Thank you. Chris said, I got this new feature. If you guys want to see the board, just let me know. I wanted to check the box early. Okay, Chris, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, the Jaguars, we're going to run our card in. Uh, do, do, do we – Joe, do you want a card? Chris, do you want to uh, – Give you a draft card. It's got it on the back. 
the name on the back. The Jaguars the are player, picking. Does it have the player you're picking, or because that's no? It's my flip it around. Card, show everybody right? your cell phone number, Cal. Do that. No, absolutely <laughs> not. The Jaguars are picking Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end from the University of Michigan. He is the choice here for the Jaguars. The way that they have invested in this offensive line, it has me prompting. Uh, a pass rusher opposite Josh Allen. Obviously, Kalon Chason has not developed in the way in which they would have hoped. DeWan Smoot, he's a good pass rusher, just got an extension. Uh, but Aiden opposite Josh Allen gives me a little something. And uh, I know we've been on the offensive tackle heavy train since about January. I think we were slow to get on it. And I'm not going to be slow to get off it. We're, gonna, we're getting back off OT at one. Jaguars taking Hutchinson. Got the Detroit Lions here at number two, and maybe you think they're heartbroken that the Michigan man, Aiden Hutchinson's not on the board. They're not heartbroken. They're happy. They're going to get a quarterback. Let's do it. Malik Willis from Liberty. He's the pick here at number two. And I've been kind of comparing this situation. Not that I think Malik Willis and Lamar Jackson are the same player, but when you think about Joe Flacco being there in Baltimore, they had some packages for Lamar by, you know, later in the season, he takes over as a starter, becomes a guy. I see a very natural opportunity for that to replicate in Detroit. Jared Goff's there. He'll have some packages for Malik early on, and then just eventually just becomes Malik's show as time goes on. He likes to eat kneecaps. He's a great uh, dual threat player. I think that he gives Detroit a real chance to get a difference maker at quarterback. Turn it in, baby. Malik Willis to the Lions. Hey, Commissioner uh, Schubert, I don't want to see the board. I have a question for you. Please, ask away. It's a, it's a follow-up from yesterday. Okay. My audio sound okay? You sound fantastic, yes. Okay, great. I just know it was a big thing. I was on my AirPods yesterday. Yeah. So I got that 20-foot cord. wanted to make sure I was no, good. Crystal clear, my friend. Great. This is, this is karma coming back because now I have something caught in the back of my throat. I got a cough. But uh, the Texans... I could be mic for you, but that would be you know being At number nice three. I'm not going to do that. I have a red button here. I could push if I needed to. Texans are on the clock at three, and I got okay, this is kind of an interesting intersection, right? They haven't moved on from Laramie Tunsil. It sounds sounds like they're not going to move on from Laramie Tunsil. Kyle Hamilton might be the best raw player available. You could make a case and an argument for a pass rusher. You could make a case and an argument for a corner. Needless to say, this team needs a lot. But they also have the 13th overall pick, courtesy of the Deshaun Watson trade. So I'm going to go with best player available at a premium position that I don't think would be there at 13. I'm taking Evan Neal. Are you mad? Nope. Okay. Evan Neal, offensive lineman, University of Alabama. You think about Houston in a division where everybody likes to run the ball, tote the rock, right? To be able to have somebody who can help amplify that component of your game, especially with now a young quarterback in Davis Mills, I think is important. And Evan Neal has shown positional versatility to play the right side of the line, to play on the left side of the line, to play inside or outside. He's played a bunch of different spots. So I'm not worried about him finding a spot in the starting lineup. And I'm, I'm just going to worry about getting him on the field. And then if we need to cross the Laramie Tunsil Bridge at some point, we can do that down the road. So Evan Neal is the pick at three for the Texans. 
I've got the Jets at four. I'm excited because I control the Jets completely with four and ten here. And you control the Giants completely with five and seven. And you control the Texans completely with three and th- 13. Uh, but I'm not asking for Chris Schubert's health. Like I'm right. not concerned about gang green nation and their feelings. I'm concerned about what I'm going to do for the New York Jets. And that's help them in the trenches. And we're going to, with this pick, we're going to get the offensive tackle. We're going Ike Mikwanu from North Carolina State, turning the card. He's going to come in and pair with hopefully Mikai Becton and come in and be a really high caliber player. We'll, we'll have Ike Mikwanu to go with him. If not, George Fanton Mikwanu. We're, we're prioritizing this O line. We want to run the football, we want to replicate that 49ers style of run game. We need some better blocking up front. Uh, and we want to jumpstart our ability to throw the football with Zach Wilson. Well, this is a guy that's going to want to take time to use that big arm and throw it down the field. Got to solidify things up front for him. We're going to Quano. The New York Giants are on the clock at five. And I am wondering if anybody would like to get up in front of Carolina. Okay. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> we could have saved a couple of You control teams too, man. Said, no, thank you. Right. Yeah. Why no, I didn't want to save for you. Teams. Oh, no, no. We're he, wa- he wants you to move up with the Atlanta Falcons. That's what he wants you to do. That's what he was, that's what he was angling for, Joe. No. Piss off. All right. Giants at five. Since the, there's no market here. Uh, I have another pick at seven, so I'm not going to force anything because I, I do think Carolina, depending on what team need they take, I'm still going to have a good football player at one of my primary positions of need. Um, I'm going to go Trayvon Walker, the defensive end defensive lineman from the University of Georgia here at five. I certainly think his offseason circuit has allowed him to uh, stake a claim to being a highly drafted edge defender. And um, you think about what the Giants do have on the defensive line. Aziz Ojolari, another Georgia Bulldog. You're obviously very excited about what he showed as a rookie, but most of their best players are interior players. And Trayvon Walker is somebody who used to play at 290, and you could probably have that kind of versatility and move around and kick him inside if you needed to. But really heavy-handed, long-armed, explosive, off-the-edge type guy, uh, I think complements a lot of, of what they have. Um, it was between him and Thibodeau here at five, given what I'm planning to do at pick seven. Carolina Panthers here at number six. They uh, they signed Austin Corbett, right? Helped their offensive line. He could play guard for them. That would be a nice help. Who They, they signed uh, a center too, didn't they? Um, yes, but I the name is escaping me right now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. Maybe Chris could Producer look that Chris. up while you vet. Producer Chris. <laughs> We're not done. We're not done helping this. And they signed Johnny Hecker, a punter. Nice nice uh, punter they added there. Matt yeah, Ioannidis. Not happy. Know, brought back Dante Jackson. Uh we're going we're going offensive tackle here. Um, I I'm out on the idea of a quarterback for Carolina at six. I just don't think it's good for that quarterback. I think this is a lame duck coaching staff. It's a get by year. And the last thing that you need to do is sink the first year of your young quarterback's career into a coaching staff that's not going to be there beyond this season. So unless they just way overachieve, I can't I can't get behind a quarterback for for Carolina at six. What you got, Chris? Bradley Bozeman, former Ravens. Yeah, Brad Bozeman acquired in free agency. Yeah. Okay, so how about this offensive line? 
and we'll we'll make our way to the pick. Right tackle t- Taylor Moton, right guard Austin Corbett, center Bradley Bozeman, left guard Brady Christensen, left tackle Charles Cross. Our pick here at number six out of Mississippi State. Feel like we got something we can work with there, right? Those guys can pass yeah. block. Yeah, you're not kidding. Here we go. <laughs> well, you've made my pick at seven quite easy. Uh, I was expecting either quarterback or offensive tackle, and I was prepared to come away with either one of the tackles that you you did not come away with. But I would say, given the the presence of Andrew Thomas and his kind of, he did take a step forward last year. Uh, the opportunity to add Trevor Penning at right tackle here at seven and kind of end the run on your top tier offensive tackles is an easy decision for me to make. So that is four in five picks starting from three through seven for us. They, they came off hot and heavy and Trevor Penning, just like Andrew Thomas, big physical mauler, nasty, maybe not the most sexy as far as his movement skills in space, but plenty athletic and um, playing him on the right side, I think sets him up for a fair amount of success in New York. If uh, if Joe Shane's going to carry over a lot of Brandon Bean tendencies, him coming away with Trayvon Walker and Trevon, Trevor Penning with his top two picks in, in this draft would absolutely be that. I, it, those are slam dunks for, for the Giants. I've got the Atlanta Falcons here at number eight, and my goodness, this team, this team, Kyle. Woo! I mean, <laughs> talent-wise, talent we're – yeah, we're talking about a bottom tier roster in the NFL, right? Like for real, for real. Um, and Marcus Mariota is now the quarterback. They have literally nothing at receiver. I don't. <sighs> predictively, I I don't know. Make maybe it's not that crazy to slot like a Garrett Wilson here. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Not when I feel like there's just better talent available in the trenches here, especially at edge. Man, they need everything. Let's go with uh, with Kayvon Thibodeau, the edge from Oregon. They need some more difference makers, guys in that front seven that can can really elevate this defense. You know, Grady Jarrett's a really good player, but there's not much else on this defensive line and guys that can really get after the quarterback and dictate the action. KT gives you a chance to have that type of player, super high ceiling, and, uh, you know, Dean Pease can really help maximize this type of talent. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. So I guess we're going to switch over to picks 9 through 16. Whoop. Thank you. The Seattle Seahawks are on the clock, courtesy of the Russell Wilson trade. 
and there's no quarterbacks here that really have my interest. Um, the offensive tackle run, and I know they brought, I believe they they re-signed Dwayne Brown yesterday. Uh, so that changes those dynamics for them. The edge rush group, uh, there's a couple guys that are of interest, but really I think that the best talent available happens to come in a position that this team has traditionally not drafted particularly early, and that's a corner. Try to tell me Sauce Gardner is not a perfect fit for this Seattle-style defense. He is. Yeah, he can't. He can't. Chris, I'm you sorry. Getting a, it, I'm taking he wasn't the pick. He wasn't going to be the pick for the Jets if he was on the board, Chris. So you, you can be disappointed, but it wasn't happening. Joe's going to pick a wide receiver, Taylor, to help Zach Wilson and really no, double not. down on the offensive side. Oh, no. Maybe I'll take J- Jermaine Johnson. Sauce Gardner's going to be the pick. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the length, 33 and a half inch arms. The, you know, he showcased that he has enough straight line speed. The physicality, the ability to play zone, eyes in the backfield, the potential impress, it all adds up. It's perfect. I know it's not a traditional draft early position for them, but it just makes too much sense from a stylistic standpoint. Number 10, the New York Jets. We've accomplished what we wanted here. We wanted help on the O-line and the D-line, and we got the exact targets we were hoping for. I can be Kwanu at four. Jermaine Johnson, edge Florida State at 10. Uh, this is what they need. They need some pass rush help on this defensive line. Carl Lawson comes back. Jermaine Johnson. You got Sheldon uh, Rankins, Quinnen Williams. That's a hell of a, t- of a four guys to send at the quarterback, not to me- uh, mention John Franklin Myers, right? So they got some dudes here up front to get this uh, Jets defense turned around. Low-key, really like that signing of DJ Reed uh, for corner, right? So between DJ Reed and Bryce Hall, they got a couple of guys that they can work with that outside corner, and now you build up uh, the edge rush, and you know your defense has a chance to take a big step forward in 2022. Which brings us to the football team. The football team, because I refuse to call them the commanders. They're, they're, they're always and forever the football team. They're they the were, football team. Mm. Our football team. The I'm not associating with endear- these guys. The endearment that we, that we had for our football team, and, and obviously it didn't materialize for wins this year, but they'll always hold a soft spot in my heart. So Washington, Washington is on the clock at 11, and this is kind of a tough intersection for me, but I'm going to lean on Ryan Fowler who's obviously very, uh, very plugged in into the Washington uh, team needs. And there's a player on the board. And Chris, can you correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Ryan has a banging podcast dedicated to the Washington Commanders that's uh, debuting for TDN. Yes? Yes. Commanding the Huddle? Commanding the Huddle. Second episode dropped yesterday. So if you're looking for some insight into the Washington football team from somebody who was uh, there, worked in the building. Commending the huddle with Ryan Fowler. Yes. Second episode dropped yesterday. Ryan's a big fan of the fit of Jamison Williams to Washington opposite Terry McLaurin. And so am I. So we're going to go ahead and make Jamison Williams this pick here at number 11, a wide receiver on the outside opposite Terry McLaurin, helping to really round out a nice skill set for a quarterback in Carson Wentz, who can play uh, overly ambitious at times, but likes to be aggressive and you know, once upon a time used to 
really sling the rock down the field to the likes of Alshon Jeffrey. So a uh, different style player, but that Jamison certainly wins in the 20 plus area. So that's the pick. All right. We got Minnesota Vikings here at number 12, Kyle. Get that new man. We're going to get a new man for sure. Um, and I think we got to get a new man at cornerback. Um, at Donatel taking over this defense. We know that they've invested heavily in corners, but they, they, they haven't worked out. But you still need help at corner. And all but one are still available right now. You can get a talent like Derek Stingley right here. That's who we're going to go with. Derek Stingley from LSU comes over and is a, a player with very, I wouldn't say if he's healthy, he has no limitations. Come in and really be a shutdown guy and um, give them something to go with Cam Dantzler and, and start rebuilding this secondary a little bit. And Kyle's all excited because the player he thought about picking at three is there at 13. That's correct. It's th- it's this guy over here. <laughs> oh, this is Kyle's big moment here to don't walk too fast and get ahead of it. Zoom in, Alexa. Notre Dame safety, Kyle Hamilton, almost the pick at three, is indeed going to be the pick at 13 for Houston here. Unbelievable value. For the Texans, a strictly best player available, defensive uh, mismatch type defender, can play in coverage, can get down and run fits from deep alignments. Uh, just draft good players, Houston. You need all of them you can get. I think that's a great start. I got the Ravens. Is it 14? Yes. Baltimore Ravens, pick number 14. Man, this, uh, this front seven is going to look a lot different, ain't it? A lot of guys, a lot of guys leaving. I'm going to go a little bit more predictive with this pick than something I would do. I'm going to go with Jordan Davis, defensive tackle from from Georgia. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Williams, uh, an expiring contract. Well, it's it's also a Ravens-type player, right? Like, right now, unsigned on their front seven, Brandon Williams, Calais Campbell, Justin Houston, Justin Ellis, like there's a lot of guys there that are leaving. And and, and this this is about being aware of the division, right? Cincinnati, Joe Mixon, and they want to run the football. Cleveland and what they want to do running the football. The Steelers and what they want to do with Najee Harris. Like you got to maintain your ability to be stout up front and, and defend the run. And I think Jordan Davis is, is that type of player that can come in and do that and certainly fits uh, the style of defensive lineman that they've had in the past. and. You know, the, the concerns with, with Jordan are very much rooted in conditioning and weight management and pass rush. And I feel like a place like Baltimore with with a really established head coach there and John Harbaugh can help get the very best of, of Jordan Davis here as their first-round pick. Which brings us to two picks for the Philadelphia Eagles. And, Joe, I would ask you, would you like to pick the interior offensive lineman or the corner? <laughs> Why are we dismissing wide receiver? Why are we dismissing you know, wide I receiver thought, for them? I thought about Garrett Wilson. I don't think it's a bad move for them. I know they've, they've swung often early in the draft on that position, and Devontae Smith appears to be a hit based off his rookie season. Uh, but Jalen Rager, not so much. So, you know, that's, that's certainly a position of need. Uh, but I think the depth of wide receiver – 
helps push me towards those other two spots. I am going to draft the corner that I think is the best corner available. That is Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson. That's my preference. I know some some inner circles seem to indicate that perhaps Trent McDuffie or Kyir Elam could be higher rated than he is. But I think if you just watch the tape on Andrew Booth Jr., it's clear he has the scheme versatility to play in any kind of system. Uh, He's a very high-level athlete. He's got good ball skills, good instincts, and he's only a player who's going to get better because he came into this season with only a handful of snaps under his belt. So still a growing player in that regard as well. That is the pick, a corner opposite, big-time corner opposite Darius Slay. So you said that these picks needed to be corner and interior offensive line? That was your thought process? Yes. Yes. Go ahead and pick the receiver and blow it up. It's fine. I'll, I'll, you can take well, they the, pick again the at nine, offensive line. They pick again at 19, at 19. Yeah. right? Yeah. There's, so maybe that's your strategy is what's, what's most likely to go at 17 and 18 tomorrow? Um, I don't think an interior receiver. offensive lineman goes to the Chargers. A receiver could go 18. Both, they could both to, use receivers. They could both use receivers. I would, see that we say that about the Chargers, but like you have Keenan Allen, you just paid Mike Williams, you just picked Josh Palmer in like the third round. Yeah, that other dude that was been their third receiver. What do we say on this podcast? What do we say? On I this know podcast? that, but I'm saying predictively, like that probably could prevent them from picking a receiver. It's going to be your call. You can sleep on I that will all not night hear. long and think about what what you're going to do with the Chargers. I will not hear. Um, here's here's this is what I am going to do. I'm going to go with the wide receiver because I feel like. There's literally three interior offensive linemen that I think would fit right here at 16. And Great. I can get one of them at 19. I don't know if I can get the receiver. Great. And I feel like a receiver like Garrett Wilson from Ohio State would really help this team, right? Like a good route runner, good after the catch, good at the catch point. And, you know, they'll pair him with Devonta Smith. That'd be, that'd be a nice little combination. Now, they probably need some guys – that can definitely play on the line of scrimmage as that X you know, and deal with some of the press contact because I don't feel like that's going to be Garrett Wilson's strength. But I feel like he's a different type of skill set that can help round out this receiving core and elevate the passing game, which needs elevated in Philly. That's going to do it. First half, one through 16 in the books. Some surprises. Early on, a couple players sliding for us. We still found good value for them in the first 16 picks. We hope you enjoyed Sweet 16 Part 1, because Sweet 16 Part 2 comes tomorrow here on Draft Dudes on the Wednesday edition of the show. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert, we thank you guys for checking it out. We thank our friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the show. Make it a good Tuesday. We'll talk with you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.